0: Welcome everyone and thank you so very much for joining us today on another episode of Talking Cloud Podcast. I'm Grant Asplin, and with me here is my dubious host, co-host, Patrick Pusher. How are you, man?
1: I'm good, buddy. How are you doing?
0: You know, I always figure if I'm above ground and breathing, everything else is a <laughs> bonus, man. So life is pretty the good, you know, you always could be better. Always could be worse, but I'm I'm uh, I, I I still say I'm probably in the top seventy-two people that are the luckiest in the world. You know, maybe wow. top fifty. I'm I'm a pretty lucky guy. There's no doubt Impressive. about it. Impressive. Ah, well, heck, I got you as a friend and a co-host. <laughs> That's true. Right this out true. right out of the shoot, I I'm I'm ahead of everybody else. So you know, but you hey, can argue with you there. I got a gallon of milk and a half gallon container. I got a bunch of interesting news. I want to awesome. jump in right now. And I know we're going to have an awesome guest later on today. So yes. let's get into it. it. All right. <clears throat> First off. Yeah, you're reading <laughs> correct. Um, you know, this is this is, I think, uh, going to be a, a rinse and repeat uh, we're going to hear this more and more as more electric vehicles come on. But if you're going to Black Hat, I'd encourage you to go check it out because they're going to go and unveil all the details of this. But pretty interesting. Uh, but this is, you know, this is just a precursor to I think what we can safely say is going to be a, a story that's going to be rewritten. It's just going to be a different OT, a different. Uh, IOT, different vehicle, different something that's connected. And since it was created by humans, it's undoubtedly gonna uh, Inevitable. Uh, get right. exploit, exploited right. by humans. That's crazy this though, one, right? When you think about the safety side of it at least, that's crazy. Oh, I, I know it, but it's I think it'll happen more and more. This one I thought was interesting because, you know, I, we've been talking about it for a while. Um, it's a good plug for my buddy Venkat. Um, but it really, you know, this is a report that came out from Google and, you know, the fact is we know this is going to be an ever increasing problem and it's just that effective management, uh, of identities, you know, having good, strong identity management, uh, is just something people have never had to worry about because, ah, oh, he's got a badge, he can get into the building. Yes. Uh, different, yes. different world. That, of... that
1: title's hilarious, though, right? Unless you've publicly exposed information, art credentials involved in all of cloud compromises. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's a good point. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's far more than fifth, far more than over half. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, this they get me with an ad every time I go to another <laughs> uh, window. This one I thought was interesting. Clearly. Uh, Pro cloud, pro advocate for cloud, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you know, which is fine. Uh, and they're suggesting that you know, it can be really uh, uh, worse if people believe the misconceptions today uh, that you should rely on a single cloud. I think that is pretty widely agreed upon. There's, you get started, you think you can depend on the single cloud and, and then you realize I think you that can. that
1: one, though, I think is trendy, I think it'll flow. I think right now we're talking about the super cloud, the multi cloud, you know, use whichever one, mm. you know, it, it makes sense from a feature perspective. But uh, uh, mark my words, I think it'll come back around. And we'll start talking again about single providers so that we don't have to, um, you know, lowest common denominator agree on feature sets. I'll bet mm-hmm. you. I bet you. In time, there's that discussion. Yeah. It seems, seems to be cyclical, right? We talk about yeah. best of breed so we can get, you know, get the best kind of features, and then we talk about yeah. no, let's stratify a bit so that you know we don't have all our eggs in one basket. So it seems to be like a, a cycle. That, that, you know, at I, least for, I, a, from a cloud perspective, yeah, that I see.
0: Yeah, I think that the. I, and I would also suggest, as time goes on, the options available from a single cloud provider they that list continues to grow and grow and grow oh, definitely which definitely. makes it which makes it you know theoretically anyway simpler to stay with yeah. a single yeah. cloud because you are going to have that's more right. options so that's right um, you know, the, that, uh, the cloud is not reliable. I don't know who believes that. I, I, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. uh less secure, uh, that's, uh, I, you know, less I secure
1: think... is tricky, right? Because I totally don't agree as, as I think you don't, but yeah, I think yeah, what they're yeah. saying is everything is possible. It's possible to put everything at the edge and make it publicly accessible. you know, at the the click of a console button, basically. Yeah, it's the context of
0: that, right? It's the context of of that, for sure. So I just thought it was an interesting read. And so I I I, thought this one, uh, you know, we've been hearing a lot about this. This is all really, I think, manifested from uh, the token that Microsoft lost uh, that was way more than just Office 365. Uh, or Outlook, right? And and yes. now we're starting to see evidence of it with this uh, team that Microsoft announced yesterday has launched this attack. It's, it's yeah. uh, pretty gnarly. Um, but this is our world, right? This is the world we're in this, this kind of the bad of guys stuff...
1: have AI now. So those wide attacks are, are aren't going to be nearly as hard or expensive.
0: Right. And we always think bad guys, they're not here, but they're among us as well. And if you look, you know, this is a a U.S. registered company. Mm. But, you know, they're stood up not to help us, but obviously to help support others. And I think, you know, we just have to remember this digital transformation that's occurring over the globe uh it it every single thing we think is so cool uh has another side has another edge right yeah Uh, and and i saved the best for last (laughs) the best just because i want to constantly harp on uh, this ai uh, golem large language multimodal model ai ladies and gentlemen make sure you watch the ai dilemma on youtube from the authors, uh, the Center for Humane Technology, just had to plug that in, Patrick. You know, <clears throat> but this one blew me away. Selling uh, some malware that's serious uh, money, sixty k. Yes. And, and it's interesting. It's this. Uh, I was reading. It's hidden virtual network computer tool hvnc tool designed to seize control of Macs. i mean this is this is scary and especially for a guy who's got a spouse who has a multi-store retail business no all man. running on Macs. um it's it's uh it's amazing but this i i can't stress this enough I, I, I did. I put this in a post the other day on something about it. we ain't seen nothing yet. The way this technology is going to get employed, utilized, deployed. Yes, man,
1: we're, we're, we're just getting we're, started. Just scratch the surface.
0: It's yeah, yeah I, you know, it's true, Patrick. And I think it's a, uh, again, you know how I feel. Um, I'm not going to try to sound like an alarmist, but as far as that whole large language model stuff goes, I definitely think we would be well served to tap the brakes.
1: Yeah, in some form, I agree. I've got a a little more of a positive story about that uh, from one of our show friends. But before we get there, so the first thing I want to talk about this week is an exciting open source project from our friends at Hermetic. If you don't know Hermetic, they are a um, uh, a CNAp vendor, um, and what they've got, uh, what's newsworthy this week is kind of a uh, um, an environment simulator, if you will, for vulnerabilities and risks. And if you've ever had to build labs for cloud security, if you've ever had to build kind of environments to compare, um, you know, processes or approaches or tools, it's a fantastic resource. Uh, I spent some time at Orca Security Building Labs that we would compare, you know, what Orca found versus other vendors. And this would have been a huge time saver for sure. That works across all th- all the big three sort of uh, cloud platforms, which is also pretty impressive for a, uh, a debut tool. So yeah, I definitely have a look at this if you have the need to set up, you know, environments for any kind of purpose um, with risks already inside them. Now, we often talk about uh, AI. In a, a slightly uh, negative way, or at least a, um, a, a challenging way, on this program, but one of our friends of uh, uh, Talking Cloud for sure, uh, Shira over at Solvo, has worked hard to, uh, you know, in my estimation, build a really interesting capability from uh, uh, from a LLM-based kind of uh, um, functionality into Solvo, and how they've done it is they've built this kind of natural language, LLM-based capability. You can ask questions either about your environment or about uh, building policy to, you know, tease certain uh, kinds of uh, observations or risks out, or even to build sort of customized policy. And this is really exciting. You know, when we, um, I met Shira at Dome Nine and and another friend of the show, uh, a marina over at Tam Noon, and we were building you know compliance kind of focused functionality and um, we were really proud of the fact that we built this kind of uh, domain specific language, this dsl around compliance and it you know our goal was to get close to natural english language right so that more than just technicians could sort of think about this and envision and build policy well now i mean they've taken that Shears taken that to a a whole different level right with being able to sort of express what you want in natural language and have the system be able to build it for you so i think that's really exciting i think it's a, a really interesting use of uh Uh, of of AI and specifically uh, of open AI based AI uh, within a security product for sure. They're not the first, but I think it's one of the more kind of interesting cases we've seen. Um, I think this is kind of attached, this new segment will be attached to uh, uh, the guest uh, of ours that that we love very much and that we'll speak a little bit about this trend of uh, bringing data back from the cloud right? Not just data, data and processing back from the cloud. Um, And he's a very cloudy guy. So, you know, I take that quite uh, uh, seriously when he says that, and and he's not the only one, right? And this is news, not so much about normalized, but more about yet another vendor that has expanded their platform to cover not just sort of cloud use cases, but on-prem as well. And in fact, uh, I'm working with a, a, a really, really exciting and upcoming application security vendor that uh, is kind of working in Gartner's new uh, ASPM space, application security posture management sort of space. And they too have signaled kind of that, that, that category, that Gartner category isn't fully formed yet, but they've sort of signaled that they too want to see solutions in that category that cover not just cloud, but kind of the the older stuff, or maybe to the point of this article and to the discussion, it's not so old. Maybe this trend of uh, bringing data and processing back from the cloud um, is something we'll see continue. And then lastly, um, yeah, we saw the SEC rules around disclosure. I mean, I think we mentioned this in an episode recently in passing. I wanted to spend a little more time on it. Um, yeah this uh this four day um disclosure kind of uh uh not guideline rule that we see the sec um debut you know i've been reading about it i I think it's the mandatory disclosure i think is absolutely important and key and uh and sound the four day part is what people you know, there's people that really love this and there's people that say putting that four day timeline is going to mean the kind of disclosure you get will be subpar at best. It might actually be quite erroneous given, you know, how long it takes to understand these kinds of scenarios and and, and what you'll know in the first four days. Right. And so there's a little bit of a, even for, you know, what I consider fairly responsible security pros is a little bit of backs, uh, a backlash to this, uh, uh, this kind of um I think it's to the window it's not to the mandatory reporting side of it at all it's to this kind of a 4 hour window let's um you know disclosure isn't uh isn't the solution right it's a it's a part uh, it's an activity it's a key activity along the the um that pathway of uh, of a solution right but it's it's just one piece and so i think scrutiny around that timeline does make sense for sure but but it's one that you know we'll have to uh i guess we'll have to feel out as we go and that's it for me. Um, as mentioned, we do have a really, really great long time family, sort of uh, a, a guest that both Grant and I are very, very excited about. Let's, uh, let's go check it out.
0: All right, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, I,
2: was, I was on
0: the, your other invite. Well, that's it's why I sent you the new one, Mr. Presidente. But I'm preparing and I'm not looking at my WhatsApp. I think that I sent you the meeting invite that was just the bland one because you asked for it because I usually just send the link. My apologies, Presidente. No
2: problem, no problem my friend.
0: <laughs> okay, let me do this properly because I was thinking to myself, what's the best way to introduce this guy? And I have to start it this way, because believe it or not, there are probably just a couple of people, not many, that don't know you. So let's make sure they know who you are. Geek at heart, cyber and cloud pioneer, will always be X-Checkpoint, loves building companies, Dome Nine. Now leading Cyber Reason product and research and development. Investing in great companies like Firefly, Adaptive Shield, Tamnoon, Laminar, Argon, SafeBase, and Discope. Giving back to young entrepreneurs as much as possible. And man, are we so honored to have you Zohar Lan, brother, friend, I love you. Thank you for coming and making time on the program.
2: Thank you both for having me, my friends.
0: Okay, so I'm cutting to the quick on this because this is the only reason I invited you on the program. There's been a long, decades-long debate, I want you to know, okay? Mm-hmm. Originally perpetuated by you, I think, and it's who was actually the person you invited to join Dome Nine first? first. Me, claiming I turned you down. Or Patrick, because evidently it was him, because he was the first one. And let me just add one additional comment. Whatever your answer, you made the right choice. Uh, because I find it fascinating, and I'm not joking. I think, we were, I listen, we sure. were talking about this. Hang on. We were talking, Patrick and I were talking about this, because I didn't know him then. No. And the fact that he's my co-host today, that we found each other after you were so gracious to give me a chance at, at Dome Nine. To, I mean, that's we are here together because of you. Yep. It's true, and it just—I think—is a clear indication of what unbelievable uh, uh, character judgment you have. Your unbelievable insight to talent—it's really remarkable. I, I'm here because of
2: you, you know. That, uh, <laughs> that's the world Symbiotic, the world, right? Though.
0: Yeah, that's right. I, so I think I can
2: find—I can find in my Gmail. Uh, an email to you, Grant. Actually, before I reached Patrick, it sounds um, like it. Yeah, I think, I think the minute I kind of the the, the idea or, or domain was starting to form as a company, I reached out to several of my U.S. Uh, cyber dudes, cyber buddies, and dude, I remember it.
0: I remember it like it was yesterday. I was telling Patrick I, before I, I couldn't
2: afford you at the time because
0: we were. And I now wish I had a knee that bent the other way and I'd kick myself in the ass because it was, uh, you know, would have been an awesome journey. Although, honestly, honestly, I mean, you had the right guy. I mean, Patrick, I think, has proven himself time and time again. And just what you guys were able to accomplish was really remarkable. But I still think it's amazing that here Patrick and I are. Now with you on this program, but you know, running uh, together—it's—it's it's just pretty cool, man. It's just pretty cool.
2: It's my my privilege to be part of that coolness. I'm not a cool yeah. dude, so that's you know, being associated <laughs> it, with you makes me cool.
0: Ah, uh, well, together we are uh, cool with that's three right. O's. How's that? Uh, so hey, man. Um, I really do appreciate you coming on the program. And, you know, we just had uh, Nitsan uh, on. We just released that episode uh, uh, yesterday, today. Uh, So I thought, oh, man, this is so cool to have you. Uh, For a few reasons. One, tenure in the industry, vision. I mean, you know, no one can dispute it. Um, The fact that you guys both had seasoning at Checkpoint, right, marinating, uh, call it whatever you want, and that you've both now, uh, you repeatedly, uh, you know, you you, you turn back out and head into the wind instead of sitting back and floating with it. He's doing, you know, some interesting stuff in supply chain. Tell me about what you're up to now, uh, Mr. El Presidente of Products and Research and Development.
2: With pleasure. So uh,
0: so I'm I've been working on my Duolingo, so that's why I uh, am referring to you in, in Spanish. Okay.
2: So you know guys, you both you both worked with me when we were going full force at Dome Nine. You know, at the you know, I think that you know, forty to hundred and ten employees where we were at the at the just, just so just when the acquisition happened. Mm-hmm. I think those were the, the most meaningful two years of my professional life in, in, you know, really dealing with execution and with scale and with solving new challenges, you know, combining not just pure tech because I'm a techie. I love tech, but, but, you know, also solving business uh, challenges and dealing with people, you know, people is the is a big part when you scale as as you as as you both know. And I I just loved it. I just felt, you know, I felt the zero to two million dollar of ARR, which took us like six almost six years, was a very tough grind, was a lot of doubts, a lot of, you know, what am I is what I'm doing well, you know, right. do people want it? Will it materialize? You have a lot of and then that 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 moment patrick was there patrick was key in in helping us realizing that kind moment of that apex there, right exactly that inflection point and, yeah. and no patrick has a lot of deserves a lot of credit for that and then you boom you are now it's about execution the yeah knows how do i not screw need.
1: up all this opportunity right now that it's right. here right. For sure. You no, know, we talked
2: to people, it took us nine months to close deals that we were able to close. And in that inflection point, six weeks, we close a mm-hmm. six-week deal. And that's, wow, you realize yeah. the opportunity, you are well advanced because we have a, we had a, a strong technology stack. Our competitors were, were still figuring it out, they were younger, they didn't realize that that time has come. And... Boy, those, those two years were, I'd, I'd do them all over again. So so when when I, you know, when we got acquired by Checkpoint, I had a time to reflect on, you know, what do I want to do when I'll finish my three years at Checkpoint, because I realized that I probably won't stay there more than that. And then COVID hit and you get a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the plans are, are, are changing. But I realized that I couldn't find an idea that would you know, get me to start to go to that zero again.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: those that I found, like with Firefly, with Tamnoon, and with another stealth company that we will be launching soon, uh, Blindspot Security, I was able to to kind of live vicariously through, through young entrepreneurs and help them do it without me needing to feel all that mental pressure of this existential pressure of am I doing something that somebody would want?
1: And uh, so
2: it was very selfish for me to have, you know, I, I, I was fortunate, tremendously fortunate to be in this opportunity. I can be a kind of a small founder when those things happen. But, but I, I didn't find the, the, the right idea to leave everything behind and do just that. And when the opportunity of cyber reason came my way, you know, I said no at first. I, I started by helping out, trying to map the situation for SoftBank when they were considering uh, taking a $100 million round and leading it and helping them through that due the, the diligence process. As you may remember, SoftBank led the C round in Dome 9. That's uh, right. They were their first exit. Uh, so they asked my help and, and while helping them in the technical due diligence with the evaluation of the team, of cyber reason, I, I fell in love with what I saw. Hmm. I, you know, the company was going through some, some interesting challenges, but you know, we are not afraid of challenges guys. You know, the three of us, we've been through them. And I, I could definitely see the opportunity in the technology, the personal opportunity to be kind of in that point when I, where I can impact and help R&D leaders, product leaders, and essentially the entire organization, you know, deal with the tremendous opportunity. And so, so today, I'm, I'm, Cyberism is 800 people, well over $100 million of ARR, a lot of money in the bank, thanks to SoftBank, and, and uh, actually now more investors that have joined. And uh, we look at this great XDR, EDR endpoint market, and the uh, the opportunities there with big data, with AI. And I said to myself, it's, a, it's an organization. I, I, I did have a chance to kind of hit the ground running, as you say, in American, right? Mm-hmm. You know, skip the zero to hundred million and start running it, sure. anyway, running there quickly. I have a great uh, partner, my my CEO, my boss, Eric Gann, that led the investment uh, from SoftBank in Dome 9. So I knew what I was coming to. And uh, so I have an organization of about four hundred people across R and D product and our technical customer experience, technical service and technical services and support and professional services that report to me. And um we're doing endpoint, man. Remember secure remote, you know.
0: <laughs> wow. Well you know my I'm a visual guy, Zohar and I'm in my mind what I see is I see this enormous roller coaster Mm -hmm. and and the first two years you know it's going up that north face to get to that point right and if you're fortunate to have the right timing which i think dome nine uh, you guys were early which puts you in first position really first chair when it did happen and fortunately for you you were able to hang on hang on make the adjustments because. Uh, you know you said it scale and I'm curious I wanted to ask a question so I mean do you think that it was the 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 sudden recognition and uh, accessibility of of cloud right of, of ec2 of this whole concept it kind of was like a aha um, do you think that was uh, what really fueled it or do you think it was that the corporate market just started uh, kind of taking virtualization and i mean what what do you think really was the 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 plot yeah, I, that made it go crazy
2: look first of all we were stubborn so we were not willing to give up when it was hard and patrick and, <laughs> and it was it was tough look it was it was ugly at times you know we were very scrappy we couldn't we couldn't really fund the company that well Uh, You know, it was different times, but when I saw you know the first AWS events, you know that it's gonna blow up, in a a positive way. You know it's gonna explode and become, you know, the 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 something that you couldn't do otherwise. And and when you see that, you get the energy to 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 continue, even though you don't have the you don't know exactly how I'm going to sell this new security technology to the enterprise buyer. Mm. And then enterprise came. And mm-hmm. if you remember, we had Cadence, one of the first adopters of AWS for production stuff, And then Aon Insurance, and then Capital One. and yeah. but, but something really happened end of 2015 that it, it was everyone, everywhere. You know, a tiny insurance yeah. company, you know, they have a cloud stack. And then you... You crystallize the message. You know, sometimes you know we started with the net the cloud network piece, and mm-hmm. we slightly pivoted, thanks to Patrick, to the general purpose compliance and what we call today posture. And when mm-hmm. we invented that, that that element, when when we kind of connected the dot, when the market was happening, when buyers had the budget, and there were really no good solutions around. Together with our with our um, relationship with uh, with AWS and the other cloud vendors, you know that's that's uh, you know the big bang happened there. Yep. Had we held on, you know, so let's we can only just imagine what would have happened if you know our negotiations with Checkpoint had not gone well. I think that mm. uh, we could yeah. we, we definitely uh, you know in hindsight, uh, you know, but who knew. But after you run for eight years with the company, after you almost close it twice, uh, yeah. you know we, we got we got the number we wanted, and uh, I'm happy to say. You know, some of you may know this is a very big business today inside Checkpoint, so you oh, know we have a happy buyer, sure, yeah. and for it's sure, always yeah. important because you're gonna be able to go back to that, uh, and and as you say, as, you know, I'm fortunate to have been part of that journey and yeah. trying to. You know, helped a couple of times.
0: I mean, a couple of times, right? I mean, you were early and provider one. Your fingerprints are all over it. I mean, you you were quite visionary. You know, no to to, And I think the extrapolation from that product to Dome Nine and understanding this whole kind of multi tenant uh, world, I thought was spot on. And so I have no doubts. Uh, XDR and and this whole new I mean, world it's, it's, is, there's is so happening. So
2: much to innovate, even in things that we have for thirty years, like the end. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. No doubt.
2: And, I'm, and but now my role here is is to to get the to get it, you know, to put the belief in the minds of the people and in their hearts. Yeah, but nothing
0: is solved. I have to, I have to, when you were talking earlier and you, you, you were talking about how you just, you're stubborn, you didn't give up. It reminded me of, I think, one of my most favorite fortune cookies ever. In fact, I carried it in my wallet until I lost my wallet, which pissed me off. And it had four words, deep faith eliminates fear. And what I found so fascinating, because I'm kind of goofy, I looked up each word in the dictionary. Deep, we know, can't touch the bottom, got it. Faith, nothing to do with religion or God, it's belief. It's belief, right? So deep belief eliminates, we know what that is, gone, zip, nothing there. Fear, this one blew me away. The end of the definition, real or imagined. And that one just hit me in the back of the head because it, it, it dawned on me that you know what haters are going to hate you know excuse me fuck 'em I mean you know what I mean it's like you if you really have the deep belief in 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 whatever it is there's no fear and you can walk through fire and and uh, you guys did it and I just but, think it's but, awesome But you
2: know but you know one of the dilemmas of entrepreneurs is Am I wasting my time? Because time is your most precious asset. And, yeah. and that, that, the, the the real doubt is, you know, am I wasting my time? Can I use my time to do maybe other things? And this is when we mm-hmm. say or giving up an idea. When is you that, say
0: wasting your, yeah, I guess that's your right. you're
2: chasing something it, that. It, you
0: know, is there really got, any there there? Right, I, yeah. I got you. But but yeah. I I was I was lucky
2: to have, you know, to have kind of points of interaction with reality. You know, we had we had a customer, one of the first ones, early 2012. Current Driver Magazine, and he saw us in a before before the the AWS show started. We had Cloud Expo, Cloud Expo in New York. He he met us and mm-hmm. nothing happened like you know we were supposed i think the first or second trade show we ever participated and and just before just before christmas of that year he connected his environment his big aws account to dome 9 and done everything without us telling him what to do mm-hmm. and i said to myself wow this guy gets it and i didn't i didn't recall that we met him a couple of months earlier and i called him up when we tried this was our first thousand dollar a month customer which was a big thing at the time yeah i called him up and i said um what's like what happened there like how how did you get so how did you realize what we do so well and onboarded yourself without calling for episode first i saw your demo five months ago at cloud expo in new york it made a lot of sense. I knew that I'm gonna have this need uh, to come come year's end, and you know, I just opened an account, registered, signed up, without talking to anyone, onboarded my AWS environment. Then boom, I was protected, up and running, configuring users and all that. This is the the sliver of information or, or kind of this this ray of light mm. that touches you and tells you, wow, Zor. You know, you tried to convince to tell people, investors, employees, customers, for two years what you're gonna do, and this guy got it. And, now and you know it wasn't a done. fluke.
1: And you know it wasn't a fluke. Other people have right, right. Companies. You know, it was a customer. You know, for, for this specific feature. Yes, for exactly. sure.
2: Exactly, and and I I remember you know when you try to convince investors to put to trust to, to trust you. Yeah. I remember that moment saying wow okay I'm I'm on the right track yeah I'll have to probably crystallize the message better I have to find expand the use cases but wow this is if this makes sense to him then we are on the right track um you know 2 years later we almost sold the com- we we signed an LOI for the company for for 12 million dollars that when the, the buyer uh the buyer uh, had second thoughts, which we
0: thank him for that. But- Oh like, my goodness, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And things and, happen for a reason, you know. Yeah.
2: Things happen for a reason, but look, it was also different times, you know. If you if sure. you, you talk you talk to young entrepreneurs that came into the entrepreneurial award in 2015, you know that the check sizes were bigger. By the time they got to a decent. Company size and market, it was 2018 19, and the market was booming. And you know, checks mm-hmm. were getting yeah, 50 mm-hmm. million dollars a year on. Come on, why not? So that's yeah. uh, maybe even a hundred, why not? And and you know, you get uh, again, the, the price of being early, but uh, no, I, I still I think that now that I look at companies at different you know, the, the entrepreneurs and my startup portfolio. You know, I can I can probably touch most of my CEOs in in their know exactly where where they are in the journey, how their doubts look like. You know, are they either over optimistic or over pessimistic and, and try mm-hmm. to adjust the way they look at reality. And and you know, explain to them why perseverance when you are when you're you know, when you're growing linearly and not exponentially. But you find that this growth is real and reasonable. Why you should um, continue and not give Mm -hmm. up? And uh, you know, there's so many. You know, we almost died. The the, the first time we almost died, I was getting fifty thousand dollar checks on the eighth of every month because I need to pay uh, to pay salaries on the tenth for my investors for eight months. Talk about you know being on uh, on life support. Yeah, uh, that's stressful.
0: I I hey I get it, man. That's stressful when you're literally you're 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 runway of zero months. Yeah, zero months, and you're you're getting fed by a tube.
1: Two day runway. Yeah, right.
0: You're you're tube fed because all that's got to happen is that tube comes out. You're gone. Well, but but, you know, even then,
2: I had a plan B and I had a plan C. And that's, and that's, you know, that's why, you know, when you get too young into this, definitely in enterprise software, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: I was fortunate to see and experience it with Checkpoint and to see some other stuff in my investment career between Checkpoint and Dome9. You know, that there is no, it's not a binary thing. There are many. Many shades of gray before you really die, and yeah. also having some financial capability to support myself, my family without without income for a while, and even sometimes you know reach out to your own pocket and and finance the the company through that. It's as I tell people today. It's you know I feel very privileged to have been in that position that I can you know allow myself see that that I'm not I don't really have a, a a runway of, 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 of a month. I have more because I know what I can do uh, to recover. And yep. uh, you know, when you when you look at it, uh, but, but that's you know going back to the two million dollar mark when we were when we knew that we went past the point of no return. You know, right. now we have a business, and now it's on us to execute. And we were executing. And Palo Alto acquired our first competitor, evident. And while we were still executing, they acquired our second competitor, which was Redlock, when they realized Evident was, you know, uh, not what
0: they wanted, or, or needed, almost, yeah. almost, less than almost, they needed.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, almost, you know, couldn't even deliver on the slide word that they, they were show, showing them. And,
0: you know, you know so I we tell were, you, though, their, their arrogance was our good fortune. Okay, I mean, let's just put it straight In the end, up. it was, you know, it, 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 in in hindsight, always looking in yep. the rearview mirror, it's it's the best vision, you know, what a great, I mean, because I think of all of them that dome nine, What I thought was so brilliant about dome nine is from the get go, it was a platform. And it was very evident that you were not building a product for a solution, but that there was a vision for a platform that was going to be able to, to support many, many more capabilities from right. the intelligence that you were initially initially collecting gathering and and uh, uh it. And I thought it was an evidence of it is look at cloud guard today. I mean, it's it's it ah, it's, still, it's, it's still it still looks just like Dome Nine, except all the things, you know, I mean it's it's still there. So kudos the core, to you. The core and, is still and, there and, for and, sure. Yeah. And thanks near for being a jerk or whoever it was over there that didn't bother looking. Uh I guess it's what happens when you're a drunken sailor and you don't care about making money, you just care about spending it. So yeah.
2: but you know, when I look at, at the opportunity now with cyber reason, I see you know how how there's so many legacy solutions out there that are still making money that are still being used and how with, with the innovation we have here and with the execution and with some of the energy that i that i'm bringing to the table and, and you know helping or putting this um, not just the not not really a winning mindset but a mindset of you know there is there is stuff we can do that can really impact our future And and to see that happening and coming to uh, as as we reignite the the energy in the company, I'm 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 happy to see. You know, we're now hiring again, we're growing again. So it really is a tremendous spot to be. And you know, my schedule, I'm I'm. You can't wipe the smile off my face. I don't know if you see it, but my schedule is so. It's actually busier than you know than to be a, a founder and CEO of a. Over 110 st- uh, people start up because there's so many people now that more people that rely on me on my involvement in things, especially as, you know, you come new to the company that, you know, filling some some of the voids that were here. And sure. I'm, I'm happy that I have the support I need to, you know, to execute it here. And um, I'm, I can't wait for that innovation that we are we are delivering over and over.
0: So I, Patrick, I mean, you're sitting there silent, um, <laughs> please, by all means, jump in. Um.
1: Well, while, while you guys were talking about sort of challenges and, and one of the things that stands out in my mind that we went through at Dome Nine, which is the first time I've ever gone through this, is that we could sell, we couldn't retain in the early days. And I think this speaks to, Grant, you're, you're talking about maturity, right? Because people thought they could come, they knew they had problems. And this wasn't even called posture at the moment. Once it was called right. posture, people started by then to figure this out. But they would come, they would use Dom they would make the corrections they needed, and then they would leave. I remember <laughs> sitting very specifically yeah. in, our, in our first all-hands kind of sales uh, meeting that you flew over the ocean for and we talked about it you know like our problem isn't selling we're doing great the problem is how do we convince these people that there's gonna be enough drift that they need us constantly right we knew that we had the faith to your point I
0: think of a buoy in the ocean uh, that's just on an inner tube it's got nothing that hold and so and you you know that's what's different when it's on Prem I can put a flag on an inner tube and put it anywhere and it doesn't move.
1: That's just but, it. And that was the assumption, you know, right? That right. was still the assumption back in, I guess, I don't know, 2013-ish. You know, you know we, look was adopted. It today,
2: we look at it today and we laugh that this was even a concern. But, you know, back yeah. in the day, because of the migration was more conservative, it yes. was lift and shift. It didn't really have yeah. growth. So you lift The platform was more conservative
1: too, right? It's a decade right. ago. Right. You hmm. moved there and you were done.
2: And you're done. You're not. You don't expect it to grow. You know, today when when we started servicing companies that had were, were born in the cloud that had had the growth posture in their thing, or when enterprises started moving and then modernizing and then rewriting. You know, the whole the the That's phase right. of that. Wow, wow, wow! It takes me back to, you know, hearing Jeff Bezos talk about AWS. In the, in the in the second or first reinvent, which was so so kind of you know so naive in hindsight, but it was so innovative. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. What you're talking about was really uh, how do you how do you show ongoing value? And yes. I see that the security posture management solution we have here today and those, if you, if you don't look at them for, for, for a day, boom, you have you have a whole word, week worth of things to do because today we are you know we are every cloud is everywhere cloud infrastructure is so complex so powerful you know we have deployments at cyberism on over six different regions you know to cater customers with you know with regulatory requirements wow you know we had dom9 i think in the acquisition we we still had just the u.s deployment, I was trying, I remember talking to the European customers and convincing them that this is just their cloud
1: posture. You know, yes, yes.
2: So before we started to so, before so the
1: scale must be really fun. The scale, yeah. you know, now well, I, I yeah. have
2: some I have some executives here in R&D that I, I don't envy. I don't envy them to, to really operate such a huge scale. And we are dealing with massive amounts of, of data ingestion, the volumes, the retention analysis. Not just the cost, just just the, the the importance of that. Because if you miss yeah. several bytes, you can miss an event that was that is the critical one. Uh, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's a totally different challenge. But you know, luckily today cloud is more reliable, infrastructure is more powerful. But uh, you know, this is it's good to be a developer today. I
0: wish so. They never hired this. One. Let me ask this. You know, we we've been doing a lot of reminiscing and talking about the tumultuous journey to uh, where we are today. Uh, and I think, at least from my Gilligan's perspective, you know, uh, it's only it, it, it's almost like you it's the universe it's expanding, right? We thought it was big, and now it's just even bigger. And and so when I look forward in cloud and I think multi-cloud. I think the unbelievable explosion of all the different interconnected SaaS apps, and, and and when I think about, I mean, everything is pretty much gonna go there, right? It's sort of like, I, I think of um, the number of people that subscribe to the grid for their electricity versus the number of people that have a paddle in a river behind their home powering everything, right? I mean, far and away, everybody's going to be there. So looking forward, what are the, what are some of the big knots? I mean, certainly I, I'm going to throw out because we've talked about this identity and this whole permissions and, and, and identities uh, let, conundrum.
2: Let, let me throw you a curveball that that will be interesting. Oh, good. One of the trends that actually is happening because the world is a crazy place, as you realize when you read the paper, and the war on Ukraine is is an example for something that you know we didn't anticipate that mm-hmm. would happen. You know, the nuclear power will attack its its sovereign neighbor over, you know, God knows what, and and this geopolitical pressure actually puts a lot of stress on organizations wanting to have stuff on-prem again, believe it or not. Mm. And it's, I see this trend, you know, we talk to banks across you know, certain, Mm. uh, more than just uh, more than just a few handful of places in the world that want to have their XDR backend and and data backbone
0: Mm.
2: in a place when only they can control it.
0: Like and, a repatriation sort of exactly, huh?
2: and and you you know, I would have bet my my entire fortune that this will never happen. you know, yeah, you, you yeah. asked arrogant me uh, five years ago, I tell you, no, cloud is gonna kill everything. And man, it's happening in front of my eyes now in in Cyber reason and I'm sure you guys at checkpoint also can feel it where where wow. You know the world is maybe going to a different place maybe i need to be worried of things i wasn't worried about before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so maybe i need to own it maybe i'm you know i don't know on which side of the geopolitical fence i or, or the, the political mm-hmm. power game I, I can be who is a friend who is a foe let's let's you know let's trust ourselves yeah, right control
1: yeah, as much as we yeah. can
0: ourselves i guess yeah. it, we, in my taking my analogy a step further that would be like solar panels right i'm going to yeah, get no, uh, it instead is of the, universe the grid is
2: expanding but then right. also the, the nucleus the, the most atomic small elements are also having their own identity and they want to also so you have expanding cloud but now mm. you have expanding on-prem wow this is how are we going to deal with it Mm. And you know we get re- we rely on cloud native technologies. You know the APIs, the great backends that you can get from all the cloud vendors to do data processing. And now I need to wrap it in a box again and ship it to your premise. Mm. Are bank in Singapore or United Arab Emirates mm. or in Eastern Europe? What mm. now? Or mm. you're a defense contractor in the U.S. And you say, okay, you know what? I've read enough. I want it air gapped and I want it in my facility so i think i think this mm. this generates more and more opportunities it generates challenges that that the the bright minds can can solve technologically right. and you know with enough go-to-market experience you learn to not disregard those trends when they're small
0: mm.
2: and yeah. okay yeah it means i need more R&D power for something i thought i'll never need again but okay guys let's uh right let's deliver it because we want to, you know, we are competitive, we want to win. And we, you know, when you work and, you know, when you have an you know, innovative stuff, you know, you need to help your customer consume it the way they want. And right. that's, that's part of the game. Definitely when you're this big.
0: Yeah, interesting. That's interesting. So you didn't expect yeah. that, right? I yeah, I well, I, I, it's interesting. Well, yeah, and I actually just, I I heard a similar question from uh, someone up in Canada, actually, that asked, hey, are you hearing this at all? And it was in the, we were talking about a presentation, and do you have one on cloud? And I said, yeah, we've got a, a pretty good CNAP presentation, which... You know, by the way, I think it's fascinating when you talk about the speed. You know, when I went to work for you 2018, just before the checkpoint transaction, it was called cloud security and compliance. There there was the word posture was was not even in the vernacular. And we went from posture, CSPM and stratified it with all these other little IAM and SIM and this and this, to now, Gartner says, oh, we'll just make one big bucket. And if you've ever read the definition of CNAP, it's as clear as mud. You know, it's a collection of I'll tell you something right? you don't know
2: about it. The, uh, first, the first acronym they, they gave to CSPM before CSPM was CISPA. Yep. And, and and CISPA? And they, CISPA, and and I told Neil McDonald from Gartner who coined this set, and he was the guy behind Casby, which was yeah. a very successful acronym. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they had CWVP for the Runtime Workload Protection, which was, we, we kind of played, but not really, but he tried to build a category for us, the first name was CISPA, and then luckily a year later, Sis boom
1: no, I think
2: of. he came, he came up with, with CSPM and I, I'm, I'm happy about it. For me, I'm still the CSPM leader.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's right. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it is interesting how, but I, what I always say is that it, it's evidence of really how fast this industry is evolving and changing and moving look
2: but Uh, you know it's it's you look uh, you know i used i gave people that same phrase i'm going to shoot at you five years ago and i was right and now i'm uber right the phrase was you look at aws console today and you look at it three years ago it quadrupled in services and things same happened over the last four years And this complexity, this abundance of choice, the enterprise featureness of it, and and the developer friendliness, kind of it compounds. It creates so many potential complexities and so many new attack vectors. It's still a great business to be at. You know, I, you know, the the seesaw here at, at Cyber Reason reports to me, and and he has a very tough job. You know, to deal with those tools today, when you need to yep. protect uh, uh, almost 400 developer company, it's building stuff across yep. a, a, a multiple clouds. Wow, it's, it's it's it still justifies what we do. We were not a fluke. That's right. It's so...
0: I, 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 well, I don't want to run out of time before I get to what I know everyone wants to hear your thoughts on, because everyone is talking about it. And you've already mentioned a couple of times about the enormity of data that you're seeing processing dealing with, uh, uh, the, the scale you're contending with, and all of these lead me to uh, AI. The use of AI, the role of AI, uh, the impact of AI. I'd love to hear uh, kind of where you uh, see this technology because, and, and I'm gonna, another selfless plug for the video you must watch, The AI Dilemma. Watch it, Zohar, please. The AI, it's about an hour long. The AI Dilemma, and it's from the center for humane technology is really, really fascinating. I think you really enjoy it. Uh, A little concerning too, maybe, but um, I'd love to hear your your thoughts on AI. So first of all, you
2: know, we've, you know, the cyber industry is probably using machine learning for about a decade now, you know, in, in kind of a broad, broad use. A lot yeah. of it's thank, thanks to the ability to harness cloud computing, to, to utilize that, to build that. Yeah. Uh, I think that the democratization around generative AI, where, where you can explain, we can all explain to our, to our less technical uh, friends, and they can see how they can, you know, just type and the computer answers, or they can generate an amazing image and the accessibility of that the fact that you That's have right. so much power in your fingertips also impacts you know the stuff we can do in the cybersecurity industry mm. for better defending for better understanding for better analyzing for for you know sifting through you know finding the needle in the haystack you can can really mm. let the computer now find it for you if it's there you know the computer will find it even though you with your untrained eyes will probably take you forever to 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 even have a chance yeah and yeah, the challenge you know the 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 challenge of of implementing it in in a right way makes a lot of sense we are drives us today in multiple areas but again with all the blessing of it being so accessible and being so powerful and Valuable to the user when you can, you know, pretext and things happen. It also adds another vector of cybersecurity complexity, challenge, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. potential tremendous issues. First, the bad guys are using the same technologies to find software exploits and to be- better social engineer. You know, the the people That's around right. you and and us and our, our our significant others in trying to gain access, and they can. Disguise their voice; they can mimic our voice. Mimic our—you might not be talking to me, you know. You That's don't. Right. Know. I was uh, on the video
1: uh, side. That's right. It's going to be AI. I was wondering, <laughs>
2: and, and and when you take with that the fact that using those generative AI technologies means that you can you you are telling that big brain in the cloud your intentions. Sometimes you share data for because you want them to process. You know. You send them the entire haystack to find the needle he has your haystack mm-hmm. you know the bad guys mm-hmm. could have your haystack as well and yep. you know find
0: maybe other things they don't you don't want to be fine there yeah,
1: for sure. did you hear about uh,
0: worm worm gpt this new version of chat GBT that they they've basically taken all the guardrails off uh, it has no uh, ethical boundaries at all and it's actually been pumped with more nefarious info so that's 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 what I'm saying we We have seen it so many times
2: in the past yeah. it's a huge revolution the fact it's accessible from a browser without yeah. any any boundaries yes. between you the fact that there's already now competing modules and competing technologies to get it uh, to get it as, as closer and as powerful to you just means that we as an industry i just invested in a company that offers security for that model i'm invested in yeah. a fund that also invested in uh, a company that's doing security for the data that happens that, that travels back and forth what can i say just you know complexity leads to yep. opportunity, leads to innovation. And, you know, I'm, I envy the young entrepreneur that has a chance to go now and, and, and also solve those challenges. Uh, mm. As we get older, uh, the, most of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I've, I've been older.
1: <laughs> I have to ask you about the other story that I thought Grant was going to ask you about when he said, you know, everyone's wondering what's on your mind. And it has to do with innovation, as you just stated. But in this second generation of CSPM, at least how I kind of see it, there's a bit of a battle going on. And now there's a bit of a courtroom battle going on. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about that? What's, it, what's your perspective there?
2: Look, we had patents in Dome 9. No doubt. Yeah. Around our innovation. Uh, the network security, the just in time access, the identity, the just in time IM, what we called IM safety at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, we also developed uh, a file integrity monitoring in the cloud that was very similar to, uh, kind of in close proximity to the debate that's going on in the second generation of CSPM uh, with, with the side scanning technology, as it's called. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Look, I think. I don't uh, like the fact that we have two Israeli companies that are fighting between them. I can understand some of the motivation. I don't think it will go the distance because everybody has a, something to lose. If if you know, it's either true. way. Yeah, yeah. But I I think that you know. You know, putting the the PR value aside, um, I think that there is, you know. A lot of the innovation today lies in the execution. You know, you can't really. No doubt. No doubt. You know, there are no real secrets. You know, yeah. it's. You know, as an innovator, I want to say that that I believe that you know, product. Remember, we, we Microsoft copied us. You know, they used to 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 find a lot of. Uh, 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 Find insights and ideas, and and generate, and get influenced, or, or get, uh, you know, build their products with with our influence. It was it was, uh, you know, some parts of the Azure Security Center at the time.
0: My experience yeah. with those guys, I don't know how much they changed, but, you know, going way way back in the uh, Meta Info days post Checkpoint, the same behavior. No, but the, but I, know, I don't steal. think.
2: Uh, but my, my point is that it puts you in a place where you constantly need to innovate. You know, at right. the end mm-hmm. of the day, there's a buyer that you need to to convince to pick you instead of the other solution, and you do it by the total, you know, bundle of 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 capabilities and execution and the experience that you you deliver through it. And I I don't like the fact that uh, you know we are fighting over that specific patent where where it's clear that there were things yeah. that were doing it very similarly on on other areas maybe in this area but yeah. i'm uh, you know i'm not advising either company so i can of, uh, of, course. You know, of course nobody has yeah. nobody asks me uh, <laughs> but, you know a lot of companies that are investing a lot of energy in software patents but yeah. i I'm, i actually cite those who are who are you know who believe that innovation should be, should be widely available and we should compete mm-hmm. on the way we productize it and bring it to market. If you can defend how you do things, you should defend them. But that's that's not that, you know, that specific debate is not around that.
0: Well, and with never... the drift too, that you, you, you were talking about earlier, that, you know, it seemingly is, uh, throughout the entire industry, that's technology. It's constantly moving. I mean, I have an analogy, you know, imagine a huge monster wave out in the middle of the ocean. What happens to it when it stops moving? There is no wave. A fundamental premise of technology is that it's always moving, so I'm full agreement with you now. You know i guess it comes down to dollars and cents right i mean to the i
2: think it's that... also it also touches a bit of ego and a bit of mm-hmm. you know missed opportunity and you know execution and and some some uh, uh reflection yeah. on uh you know there was a there was a claim that one group showed the other group what it was doing when they were still uh, without an idea or without a st- or without a concrete idea the the, the reality is that you have to continuously innovate and win your customer minds over and over and over. You know that patent defense, this patent. The defense is not. This is not what are going to buy you. The trust of your customers.
1: Yeah. You know, imagine when a customer starts to innovate something very close to what you do. That's we've gone through that as well. That's yeah. even more challenging, right? Not yeah, from a patent perspective, yeah, but like a
2: customer that thought it. We sure did. A, a cybersecurity company. Yep. You know yeah. you have to. I'm. I'm all for for. You know maybe. I'm all for that competition. It makes us better. It makes us uh, better. You know you have the trade difference. secrets. Yeah. You have you have things you should defend and you should you resort to legal means if needed. I don't think that technology patents is is one of them when we talk about processes of software mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. you know that are not really, you know, they, they are maybe innovative, but you didn't invest 20 years researching how uh, mm, you, you combine this molecule as, as, as those who develop drugs or develop other crazy stuff for us need that protection sometimes because of the, the, the way the world works.
0: Yeah, the enormous yeah. investment it takes, you're exactly right, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right.
2: In the trial and error, because you know you get to that molecule yeah. after you tired, tested twenty thousand combinations and nothing happened. Yeah. We need to, yeah. you know, we need to defend this type of effort, right. um, and I'm happy we do. I think around software processes that are pretty trivial, and you know we can find the examples of how it was done similarly for a different application. Right. I don't think they will they will get that defense, but you know. Um, let's see what happens. We're not
0: paying for the attorneys, so that's right, <laughs> right? Somebody else is. Yeah. They pay themselves. They pay for themselves, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, you know, they, I think that's the only profession where, uh, if there's only one in town, he goes broke. If there's two in town, they both get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Zohar Alon, what a fascinating conversation, and I can't tell you how much I enjoyed it, man. Really, thank you so much Indeed. for coming on the program, brother. Thank you, brother. My friends.
2: Thank you, thank you for the time. Thank you, great seeing you, and we'll you know, reinvent. We'll see you, see you in a couple of months.
0: Yeah, well, we'll definitely see you again. You're a, a face everyone recognizes in the industry, and man, we're so fortunate we had you on Talking Cloud today. So thank you again, Zohar. Really appreciate all your time. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is another great episode. We're so fortunate we've had Zohar Alon, President of Products and Research and Development for Cyber Reason, uh, his third home run. He's going to be nailing here. Uh, So thank you all, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe, share it with your friends, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back when we have the next episode. So thanks very much, everyone.